The only person I hated more than Evan Blackwood, I decided the night he slammed his door in my face, was my father. Or perhaps, I decided a few days later, after dismissing the idea that Evan had fallen victim to some sort of spell, the only person I hated more than my father was Evan Blackwood. After all, though misguided, my father had had my best interests at heart when he meddled in our relationship. As for Evan... Evan. Hearts literally break. I guess I knew that because the same thing happened when my parents disowned me. But the phrase broken heart is unfairly synonymous with the end of a romantic relationship. Trust me, hearts break for many reasons. So my heart had already felt tender from scabbed over wounds by the time Evan dealt his blow. After the new damage... I didn't think I would ever be heart-whole again. I railed at my father, demanding time and again to know what he had said or done to Evan to make him leave. Dad flatly denied putting a spell on Evan and called him a coward for not telling me the whole truth. I called him a coward for the same reason, but he claimed his hands were tied by some kind of debt. I knew firsthand how the restrictions of magical debt felt, I had just lived through the experience of having my life and fortune irrevocably tied to another, subject to his every whim. Which didn't mean I forgave my father for his silence, not when he had clearly said something to Evan to chase him off. So I hated my father, and I hated Evan, and I hated myself for hating when it didn't even help. It made things worse, and I knew, deep down, that I could only hate both men so much if, in reality, I loved them. Over the next few weeks, everyone shared his or her advice for repairing my broken heart, the part caused by Evan, not my parents. Some said it would take time, while others said I should start dating other men. Caitlin said I should swear off men entirely, as she had done, but I wasn't the type to irrationally blame an entire gender for the actions of one or two of its members. While I accepted the well-meaning advice of friends and family, I knew what I needed to repair both parts of my broken heart. I needed closure. I needed the truth. But my father couldn't talk, and Evan had left town for the summer. Life doesn't always supply us with answers, but it doesn't change our need to live it. Truth is often subjective anyway. Time and bitterness eventually made me wonder if I should stop caring about the truth. For a while, I did just that. Stopped caring. Right around the time I met a very special man who ended up claiming the tattered remains of my heart. Matthew Blair. The Blairs and the Scots were what some people might call friends or friendly acquaintances, though I called them allies. The relationship only worked as long as each family needed something from the other. I've known friendships that worked the same way, but usually with a warmer regard to mask the underlying truth. I didn't really know Matthew, probably because we had never had the need or opportunity. At 26, he was five years my senior, so we had not attended school together. Rumor had it that he had also skipped a couple of grades, separating our academic ages even more. I did know that he was a state senator, 
I had even voted for him in the last election based on family recommendations and his stated beliefs. But my knowledge stopped there. Then one day he slid into my life, almost as if he had been there all along. It was my fifth week back at the Barry County Sheriff's Department, a blistery hot August day that had everyone moving too slowly to break the law. Or so it seemed from my excessively dull morning. I had one open murder case, but with no leads, I spent the morning on patrol with my partner Rick, who didn't like me. Rick, a balding middle-aged man who liked to wear mirrored sunglasses so no one could see his eyes, was one of those who didn't believe in magic. Either that, or he despised it. I couldn't be sure which. He seemed to go back and forth from day to day at the flip of a switch. If I could have found the switch, I would have toggled it to disbelief over hatred. But nothing I said seemed to make much difference.